boom, 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 boom. Hello. How's it going, everyone? It's going well. Sorry about the delay, folks. Uh, for some reason, Streamlabs wasn't um, starting the stream, so we uh, we had to wait, and it sucks, but it's the way it is, so sorry about that. But anyway, how's uh, everyone doing this fine evening? How about you, Eddie? Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. I would uh, ask to be next because I'm having a weird echo. All right, I found it. It was on Twitter. <laughs> I was listening to <laughs> ourselves again and again and again. But I'm doing good, guys. Thanks for having me tonight. Thanks for, for coming. Um, we've got lots to talk about tonight as well. Um, so, yeah. And obviously, we've got Lee back again for the second roundtable. How's it going? So, uh, for anybody that didn't catch him on the last roundtable, um, uh, Lee's joined us, better known as Sea Troop. Um, he's joined the Stadia Source team, and I think you're going to be a regular, aren't you, around here? So Yeah, I think so. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Duncan, how's it going? Outstanding, I reckon. Outstanding is correct, as normal for me. Everything's grand. What about you, uh, uh, Dan? I remember we're going to talk about Tommy. Don't uh. <laughs> <laughs> <And> subscribe. <laughs> I think somebody needs to remove his uh, privileges. <laughs> it's his account, so we can't. <laughs> Ban him. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, um, I'm going to have a quick uh, shout-out to some of the people in the chat. So uh, we've got some early birds today as well. Charles, um, whoever this guy is. <laughs> Ashes, how you doing? Whoever that guy is. And uh, Andy Morphs, how's it going? So, uh, yeah, it's been, a, uh, it's been a quiet week this week. Um, and... I mean, there are some more obvious reasons as to why that is. Um, but in terms of news, we have still got things to talk about. So uh, obviously, we'll, we start off the podcast with what we've been playing this week. So let's do that now. So, uh, Eddie, uh, as you're the guest, we'll start with you, if that's okay. Oh, what thank you, playing? sir. Absolutely. So uh, I've played a few of the Pro June games. I played about two hours of Super Hot, which is equivalent to finishing actually the first part of the story. I'm not gonna go spoilers alert here. And then I played a few matches of um, Power Rangers, and yep. that, that has been it about my pro games of the month. And of course, I took a, a few races here and there with the crew too. Okay, how are you liking Power Rangers? Ah, it's a decent fighting game. I need to stop smashing buttons and learning how to do the combos properly. But uh, I, the, the experience has been good. I've beaten Brian, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you win at the game. You just button mash. Smash button. Uh, like, do, yeah, that's the, like only way, that's the only way Lord Moore can beat me. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. It was a good. I mean, beating Brian at a beat him up as well. That's that's quite an achievement. The guy just lives in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. <laughs> so he even said, "Oh, you know what? Let's play a little Mortal Kombat." So, no, I'm gonna quit while I'm ahead. So thank you. And uh, that's about it. But uh, it's a fun uh, fighting game. I, I want to get back to it, and I actually want to see uh, what the the story mode is about. Yeah, I played a little bit of the story mode, and to be fair, I mean. 
it doesn't really make sense if if you're into like the show and 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 the law behind Power Rangers. It doesn't really make too much sense. And for some reason, it, it makes you play the enemies as well. Like it's it's not you being the good rangers against the evil one. Sometimes you play as the evil one, which if you ask me, if that was a real life situation, surely if you just put the controller down and let the good guy win, then the game's over really, but whatever. Um, I, I, think they, <laughs> I think they may have copied the formula from um, Mortal Kombat here because on the Mortal Kombat story, there are days you are playing with the good guys. There are moments you are playing with the bad guys. So probably the that's why. But I'm curious to see. Yeah, I'm. A, I was a, a fan of the show back then, so I guess it's the nostalgia kicking in, and uh, I will be playing that more. I, I must admit, I was a little bit. Um, maybe it's my fault for not really looking into it too much, but th there isn't as many ranges as I thought there was going to be. Um, I think for some reason I got DLCs, it into my head that all uh, about the DLCs, right? Yeah. I think I got it into my head that there was like every single Power Ranger from every single <laughs> part of the series, but um, yeah, maybe that's just wishful thinking. So, but yeah, and Tommy, what have you been playing? Uh, no surprises here. NBA. Um, I've I finally hit Pro Three in rankings on that now, which is akin to uh, just above Noob, I guess. Now. <laughs> um, the grinding just takes so long and because for so long there was nobody to play it with it's uh it's weird but um i haven't actually played any of the pro games yet uh i'm probably gonna start with power rangers uh i just i kind of want something that's just a little bit fun that i don't really need to care about and i don't have to dedicate any time to because that's most of what the games i have at the moment i'm running assassin's creed odyssey finally going through that and that's like hundreds of hours to get all the way through it. So especially the DLCs. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm at that stage already with Stadia where I have way more games than I have time to play. And it's starting to really feel like my Steam library in a good way. And a lot of them have been free, which is even better. But um, yeah, I just really need to actually start playing some of the games now. Uh, Little Nightmares will be the last one I play just because I've already played it all through on the PC anyway. So it's a good game. And those who haven't played it should definitely check it out. Um, it's not going to be for everyone, but it's a free game. And if you like those kind of horror-y kind of styles, then it's, it's a brilliant game. It's not a, a hardcore horror by any means, but um, it's got some... Some good kind of uh, tense moments. I was uh, going to say something then, but I completely forgot what I was going to say. Um, yeah, that was it. I know what I was going to say now. Uh, NBA. So, have you? You said that you've now got people to play with. Has it improved much since it was like that cheap when it was not long ago? So it's actually gone the other way. Well, I say gone the other way. There was a massive peak in the players where I was logging into the park pretty much regardless of time, and there was always like a minimum of 20 people in there. Um, I was playing last night, and we had about 36, I think, at the top level. But one thing to bear in mind with this game is once you go through the, the rookie stage, you then go into a different server, and there is only one server so everybody that is playing that, wherever they are in the world, once they come out of the rookie stage, they are all on one server. Um, it can comfortably house like 
I don't know how many people, but I mean, even just on the main courts, when you load into the neighborhood, there are one, two, three, four, five, six courts varying between six and four players. You've then got the pro amateur series, which is another set of courts. You've got uh, the anti up, which is essentially where people can bet in-game currency. Uh, and there's loads of courts for that. They've got the cages. So you can easily, I mean, if you, if, if anybody's played it on the Xbox or PlayStation, then you will see that generally speaking, there's like 80 odd people in every game and we're nowhere near that yet. But you can consistently actually get a game now, which is brilliant. Tommy, have you been part of the NBA 2K20 Stadia Discord? Um, no, and only because I was trying to get a link to it the uh, the other day from a guy that I've been playing with for a while, and the microphone just kept breaking up, so I just, in the end, I was just like, yeah, I got that, but no, I haven't got the link to uh, to get in. All right, uh, I can send it here, and then you guys uh, check it out, but the thing is, uh, before uh, the the huge sale promotion there was a lot of people interested in playing nba and couldn't get games going on the park so they put out this uh, discord server together so whenever you are playing nba they will call you up to the server because there's always people there so um yeah i'll, yeah, I'll bring it up here that'd be sweet cool uh lee what about yourself what have you been playing um a bit more of assassin's creed odyssey again um I've sort of splintered off. I'm just doing sort of side missions and that now. Some of the DLC missions as well. Um, I touched on the pro games a little bit. I actually played straight through Panzer Dragoon, which was interesting, to say the least. And uh, <laughs> Power Rangers, which has surprised me because I don't usually do fighting games. I think I said that last week. It's not usually a genre for me. Um, but I'm really enjoying Power Rangers. Um, combat is pretty good. Um, I've not played any story or anything in it. Just just jumped straight in online. Um, um, and that's been tough. I've been losing more than winning, but it's it's been good. It's a real, really enjoyable game. So, um, a little bit of get packed. I did a couple of levels and get packed, but I think that needs to be played more in multiplayer rather yeah. than just uh, on your own. I think. Yeah, we noticed that as well, didn't we? Mm. Cool. So, uh, Duncan, what about yourself? Uh, everybody seen the sickness uh, between 10 PUBG, so I've been playing a little bit of PUBG, uh, which we're not going to mention later. And uh, we practicing for the next Creators Cup. Yes, uh, I have played all the pro games which we're going to come to. I've got a couple of wee videos up there. We have to pump our amazing uh, video content here. And uh, I finished off the Turing test this week as well on Stadia. And, uh, Obviously, being tense on the army with Kelly. And guess what she's playing at the moment? She's playing it again in the background. So I've had a fair bit of games this week. <laughs> so uh, I've personally been playing the crew too um, quite a lot because I don't know if I've, I don't know if it was uh, in the last stream we mentioned that my partner has actually discovered the crew too. Uh, all the races and stuff on it. Um, she actually created a Stadia account, bought the game herself at full price as well, and uh, literally just plays the crew with me and uh, Lord Moore. So she's been enjoying that. And then we had a big game of uh, Monopoly. I don't know if you uh, remember that. Yeah, you forgot about that already, didn't you? Guess who won? Some garbage. 
<laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was an interesting one. Uh, hi, Gem. Uh, the game lasted about three hours, but uh, it was all good fun anyway. So, um, other than that, a bit of Power Rangers. Um, I've not played as much as I'd like to have played that, but it is a good game from what I've gathered so far. So, yeah, I haven't had a chance to check out any of the other pro games. I mean, I already had Get Packed anyway, so... And I've heard some bad things about Panzer Dragoon, so... <laughs> but you as a Sega hand, you didn't want to play Panzer Dragoon? Or have you played it before on the Sega? No, I've never, I've never played that one, but... Um... I mean, I like Sega, but it doesn't mean I like every Sega game, so... Uh, Blasphemy. Which brings us to... Sorry, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, we've kind of already discussed, like, some of these games already. Um, I'm going to spring up my screen here for anybody that's not aware. So, obviously, we've got uh, Power Rangers that we spoke of, Panzer Dragoon. Um, Eddie mentioned uh, Super Hot. Um, sorry, Tommy, we're... we're... Little Nightmares, um, anyone played much of that yet? Or... Yep, I've, I'm a wee bit into it now. Yeah, It's not bad. Um, it reminds me so much of Limbo and uh, Inside. Yeah, so, very much so. I'm sort of puzzly, but it's it's got me interested. It's not, it hasn't got me hurt like them other, other two did, but... I am working my way through it slowly. Yeah, and, and like I said, Get Pack's been out for a while, so uh, a lot of people have already had a chance to play that. I don't think there's really much more to say about um, the, the pro games. Obviously, we're getting uh, the Elder Scrolls on the 17th, was it? Um, you could class it as 16, a as well. 16th, oh, okay. Let's, day start, let's start at the top. Go at the very, very top here. I'm going to go Power Rangers... Um, what do you think of Power Rangers? Go. Thumbs up. Lee. Thumbs up. Eli, thumbs up. <laughs> Tommy, doesn't count. Tommy, what Tell do you what, think? Tell you what, just everybody give a thumbs up or a thumbs down based on the game. Uh, I'll give double thumbs up just for Tommy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, but not you. Tommy the Power Ranger. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Green Ranger. <laughs> Panzer Dragoon Dan. You didn't play this, so your your no opinion is yet. They, no. uh, Eddie, <laughs> Tommy, haven't played it. Won't play it. So and there is suppose... double thumbs down. I think it's just stated hard. This doesn't work so much for the uh, for the audio listeners, does it? Really? No, it doesn't. So <laughs> <laughs> basically, Power Rangers. Awesome! Everybody, everybody like Power Rangers. Pans are drinking mix or mixed the poor. Uh, super hot, uh, Dan. Dan's yeah, I, I like the concept of it. So, uh, Lee, not played it yet. Alright, fun first-person shooter. I, I approve. Yep. Tommy, controversially, great game, just not with a controller. It's much, much better in VR. Okay, I was waiting for you to say keyboard and mouse, but you said VR. Oh, right. No, um, just in VR, it's so much, it's kind of so immersive that you feel like you're going to about to be hit by things that are flying past you as well. So it, it's a different experience. It's like right. playing a different game. I, I like Super Hot Little Nightmares. Um, not a chance to play it yet, but I will do. Nope, not played it yet. 
Alex? Didn't play yet, but I will play. Tommy's better than different platforms. You can give a... Yeah, I um, I, I think it's a great game. I would imagine that the Stadia version is going to be completely parallel. It's not a graphically intense game, so it's more about the the story, if you like. It's a narrative side-scroller, really, but I think it's a great game. Tommy, can try we... Some... Sorry, go ahead, Eddie. I was just going to ask you, can you make a comparison with Guilt somehow? Yeah, I mean, if you look at those two games side by side, it's almost like Guilt is the evolution, if you like, of um, of Little Nightmares. But I would say that the tone of Little Nightmares is uh, more adult than Guilt. You could quite easily get away with a younger kid playing Guilt. I don't know. Maybe it would be a little bit too much for sort of around the 10 age would probably be a bit young for Little Nightmares, whereas I think that would be ideal for Guilt. Uh, Little Nightmares gets a thumbs up from from me. And the last one, Get Packed. I'm, hope, uh, I'm hoping everybody's fair this now. Uh, Dan? Yeah, it was fun. Um, but I think unless you're playing it multiplayer, it tends to, the novelty wears out. So, uh, they? Yeah, I think it's fun. But again, I think I would like to play a multiplayer. Add it? Uh, I approve this message. I had to get back <laughs> on day one. So, um, Although uh, right now it's a pro title for just one month from launch, but I approve that it's a fun game that anyone can get now. Uh, Tommy? Yeah, I mean, we, we've discussed this at length, I think, between myself and you, Duncan, that the game is, is fundamentally good and fun if you're playing it in multiplayer. It loses its appeal very quickly in single player, and I don't know how long it will stick around as being that it kind of signals something to me that it's gone as a pro game literally a month after release. I'm sure that's nothing on the publisher. They'll be quite happy because they're getting paid, whatever. But I don't know how it's going to fare in six months' time. Tommy, if I may add to that, because we said about... uh, you, Everyone mentioned uh, the single player versus the multiplayer. Uh, One game that I love and I play a lot on the PS4, it's the Overcooked. Either I got Overcooked 1 and Overcooked 2. I cannot play that game by myself. I need yeah. to be playing at either with my wife, we're playing the two of us, or we're playing with four friends as a co-op. But um, there are a few games that are really, really more fun to play co-op other than playing alone. Like Overcooked, yeah. I even can't boot to the game to play alone. It's almost like they shouldn't have bothered putting a single-player mode in some of these games because... All of the comedy is about when things go wrong, and that doesn't happen with the AI. And if it does, it's generally scripted, and that feels worse. It's it is that it's a social game. It just plays so much better when you play it with somebody else. Uh, I'd like to add as well. I also tried to uh, find out from the Little Nightmares team if the Little Nightmares Two would be coming, um, and the PR team said that they have no knowledge of it coming just yet. So. Uh... Obviously, tried to dodge the question, but who knows? Now, what we missed in our last podcast was Metro twenty thirty three and Metro last night. Last night, last <laughs> light <laughs> uh, is coming to Stadia. Uh, two older games, which have been on uh, every other source system, going. So, uh, Dan, happy, sad, indifferent. 
I'm happy for the platform to be getting uh, two new Metro games. Um, I'm fully aware, obviously, Metro Exodus is on Stadia and has done well so far. Um, it was a pro game as well, so I think some people are going to want to maybe continue their journey. Um, is Exodus before or after these? Do you, do you guys know? Or I'm not really in a timeline, with... you mean? Yeah. I guess it's afterwards. I haven't actually played through the whole story yet. Yeah. Well, even if they're not, I mean, you might have played Ex- Exodus because it was a pro game. You might be new to the, the, the genre because it was a pro game. Um, so you might want to extend that into these games as well. But personally, I, I played the first 10 minutes of uh, Exodus just to try and see if my uh, father-in-law would be interested in that type of game. But um, unfortunately, he wasn't. So uh, I turned it off. But there's just too many games to play at the moment, like you said. But and then he booted um, Tomb Raider again. Sorry? And then he go went ahead and played Tomb Raider again. That's the only game he'll ever play, really. <laughs> I've tried to get him to play other games, but he's, he, he thinks if there's not another Tomb Raider soon, then he's going to get rid of Stadia. So I keep asking to try and buy his controller off him, and he's a Chromecast, so I can have one in the living room and just switch between the two. Yeah. Uh, Lee, what's your take? Um... Indifferent. I think it's good that, of course, there's new, new games coming to Stadia. It builds the library a little bit. Um, I've not really been interested in a Metro series. I've not played these two, the original two. I did try Exodus uh, once at EGX. Um, it wasn't a game for me. But I know there's a popular series of games, so it's always good that they're going to be on there and it gives more people a chance to play them. Uh, Eddie? I will follow just as Lee said. Um, it's not. Uh, I have. I am indifferent on that because I haven't ever played um, before. Just as Dan said as well, I tried a little bit of um, Metro Exodus, and uh, so it wasn't for me. So um, I'm happy that Stadia is building up the library, as the Charles correctors here. Those games came before, but um, yeah, it's not a game that um, uh, myself appeal into. Okay, and just as we're on here, Red Dead Redemption 2 servers are back online. Uh, Rockstar filled up on all their servers due to the, uh, I don't want to say situation, the the protests and highlighting everything going forward. So they're now back online while we're just talking here. Uh, Tommy, what's your feelings on these two games? So interestingly, I've actually been seeing like reviews on Exodus, uh, specifically Stadia-related, uh, where people are saying that it's the best-looking game on Stadia, I actually had a, a really hard time getting the game to run when it first came out on as a pro deal. Um, again, within the Chrome browser, not on a Chromecast Ultra, I just found that the game didn't run very well. It felt like it was a hard experience to get through. Uh, it does play much better now. I actually tried it not long ago. After seeing what people were saying, I was like, this is very different from how I know the game. But certainly it seems better now, as with a lot of games that struggled in Chrome earlier on. Uh, the, the the Redo, Redux, whatever people want to call it, I actually think their um, uh, 30 frames in Exodus was unplayable for me. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> um, the, the two other games were fantastic games. I really, really enjoyed those. And something in exodus hasn't made me play through it like those two did i don't know if it's just a stumbling block getting further into the story or not but i mean it's a really good looking game it's a good way to demonstrate what stadia can do when that game plays in 4k 
Okay, uh, my wee take on it, uh, these have got uh, pro games written all over them. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm f it's really bad to just say these sort of things when you see games come to the surface. Yeah, um, you think it's going to be a pro game, and we need some more games where you want to go and go buy that day one. These aren't games I'm going to buy in day one because I think if they're not going pro, they're going to be on a pro deal and they're going to be cheap eventually. So it's just something to think about. With them actually coming to Stadia, I'm actually happy. More games the better. And uh, let's get the wee trailer up here. So regarding it being a, a pro title, I do think that there's high chance. Um, but uh, I, I don't make any predictions for a pro anymore because I've been saying so much that Assassin's Creed Odyssey was going to be a pro deal or a pro game. At least I could get as a pro deal. So if you are interested in this game with its glorious 30 FPSs, you can get it um, uh, as a pro deal, probably. Okay. Uh, the next thing we're going to talk about here is maybe just a wee talking point. It is about pre-orders. Uh, we've got a couple of things we can actually talk about with this. Uh, uh, Dan did some uh, journalism today and... Uh, uh, look, there's a smug look there. And, uh, you mean we, you just made up a story and went with it? I, I am a yeah. journalist. <laughs> yes. And uh, we have discovered that uh, on other systems, if you pre-order uh, for, uh, Formula One, F1, you get uh, Michael Schumacher Deluxe. Or sorry, you, you get some extra bits and bobs. But yeah, for instead, you actually have to buy the Deluxe version of it to get it. So this brings up a thing. Should Stadia start introducing pre-orders sooner rather than later? Uh, there's just lots of different things you can touch on with this. Uh, does Stadia need pre-orders? Uh, because you just buy it and away you go. Uh, do you think pre-ordering is good or bad or indifferent? There's just just some wee talking points here. For where we'll start with Tommy here. Because he looks like he's going to sleep. <laughs> I was reading. Um so this is a game that I'll be getting day and day. Uh, very much looking forward to it. Love the, the the franchise. I've kind of stopped watching it as a real sport uh, for the last two years or so, but the games uh, have always been fantastic fun. Now, interestingly, on the point of the pre-orders, though, so far, any game that has come out that has pre-order content and comes out on Stadia, it's kind of just come out with the normal version of the game so far even doom gave you the the additional content just for buying the game within a set period of time and i struggle to see the reason for pre-orders on stadia i know some people say about budgeting and so on but i mean pre-ordering itself isn't really necessarily for the budgeting, right? Because you could just put that money aside and ring fence it somewhere and not have to worry about it in the same way that a lot of people will pre-order a game and then cancel it down the line because they want that money for something else instead. But because we don't need to preload anything, we just have to have it live, press the button and go. I would rather just see that we could maybe just get different versions like a stadia centric version that was the equivalent of whatever the bonuses were but I'd, i mean i'd be more than happy if they just kept giving us the additional content when we purchase the game 
So it okay. says here, obviously, if you if you get the Michael Schumacher Deluxe Edition on Stadia, you'll have access to the cars. Can't have Stadia players missing out. Um, so to me, that that's that's what needs to happen. Like we need to have some way of getting them, regardless of of whether you pre-order or not. Um, yeah. So I just kind of put it in here. But um, basically, I'm going to go ahead and say what I want to say about it, seeing as I'm talking anyway. But um, I think when it comes to pre-orders, I think the option to be able to pre-order, to me, trumps whether it's necessary or not. I'm a big fan of giving someone the choice, for example. So, you know what I mean? If you did want a budget for it, then that's that's up to you. Um, also, it's, it's a way, obviously, that um, like developers can obviously gauge an in, um, the interest on, uh, on a certain game, whether they get quite a lot of pre-orders or not. Um, if you're having to pay for that up front, obviously some of the money goes to them anyway. So um, it's almost like early access, really, um, except you don't get early access, if that makes sense. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't think it's a bad thing. Um, and I think the the incentive to, to have pre-orders is what makes people want to pre-order. So why not? Are they? So um, before I want to talk about this game, yes, I do have a copy here of uh, F1 2016 that's in Brazilian Portuguese. I was still living in Brazil, but I already had it, and it's a hell of a fun game from um, Codemasters. But regarding the pre-order thing, um, I have two comments. First, uh, I will, I'm going to go with um, more towards then here, because if people like pre-orders and... Just give them the ability to pre-order things. Um, I know it's a change of the industry, but every single platform, being PC, being consoles, you can do pre-order. And right now on Stadia, you can't. Why I said right now, we'll go to the second point, where it is, uh, we have here on chat Jem, Jem Stadia. He did a video where he goes over a list of... Uh, yeah, we're coming to that later, actually. Oh, sorry. So I'm um, not spoil. It's just because there there was the the deal of um, there was a list of pre-orders there. But um, I would love it to like this example of Michael Schumacher. Um, if it's if I cannot pre-order, but just as it happened on Doom, like if I buy Doom on the first weeks, and uh, you give me the Michael Schumacher pack for free, I'm I'm fine with that. But uh, what I'm not fine if I don't have the uh, ability, uh, I don't have it available for me to pre-order, and I'm missing a pre-order deal. Makes sense? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, they what's your take? Um, yeah, I mean, pretty much just the same. I think I think the option should definitely be there because every other platform has got, as you say, Xbox, PlayStation, PC. You know, all the stores on PC have got the option to pre-order games. If it's something that Stadia's, you know, it's not going to come anytime soon or they're not going to do it, I think as long as we're still getting the pre-order bonuses that other platforms are getting, if we purchase it, as Eddie says, within maybe the first week or the first couple of weeks, then I think that, I mean, that's okay because, as you said, the games, they're instantly ready to play. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to pre-download anything like you can do on Xbox and PlayStation and so uh, I think they should definitely have the option. The option should definitely be there um, if people want to pre-order. Yeah, for, for me, uh, I would like a pre-order just to have the option to do it. 
Chris, if I knew I could pre-order Assassin's Creed Valhalla now, I would be putting my money down and buying it now, just to know that I've got it bought ready for when it comes out, because I know that game is going to be a banger, and we're we're going to be getting it. But at the very, very bare minimum, they need to have, as Wardock said there, a coming soon section, just so we know what is coming on um, a rough time scale. Uh, the coming coming soon, with coming soon, will do Pretty it for well. me. Yeah. It would have to be coming soon section with it's coming in August, uh, preferably like with a date, just so we know when things are coming. Because just shadow dropping things, shadow drops are class when you're done in small dosages, but uh, Stadia, basically everything's a shadow drop. <laughs> or a couple of things so you can't plan uh what what's coming this month so someone i just want to add though that obviously you can see here on screen that although you can pre-order on these platforms stadia is grayed out but i do appreciate the fact that stadia is actually there even if it is grayed out um it, it, there's nothing worse than obviously seeing every other platform there except for yours so but at the same time, I think people are going to see that and think, hmm, why is Stadia grayed out? So it's, it swings around about us, I think. It's nice to see it, but I think it's going to cause some confusion or maybe some uh, ridicule to some people, I guess. Uh, moving on to the next thing, I've actually changed this up since we've got the person here in chat. Um, we've just talked about it as well. More store listings found by GM Stadia. Uh, not sure if anybody's seen the video. It's a really good video on how he's found some more uh, hidden things. Uh, Dan discovered a load of hidden things beforehand. And these are just some more which have been found. It's more about the the, tri uh, the trials and there's some more publishers being found. Uh, there we go. Dan's got them all down there. And you can actually click into them. Uh, so it's pretty good that there's more here. I just want to see these starting to get filled up. Uh, you've got to, have you got the two K one there? No. Sorry, two K one. Yeah, I think you, uh, Jam found the two K one as well. Do we, like you find it, or we posted the folder? Oh, you mean, do you mean the the actual publishers? Oh, you mean the yep. Yeah. No, the, I haven't put them down. Um, these were literally just the 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 game lists. Um, the the ones that Jem found as well and and before obviously anything make sure you go and check out his video as well i know we, we've we've got them all listed here but um definitely check out his video because he goes into more detail um about what he thinks some of these listings might be about and obviously we, we've just got the list here but we don't really go into what it could mean for stadia um, and obviously you put a lot of effort into the video as well, so definitely check that out. And he explains the methodology, how, how he did it, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah, it shows you how how he went. Because I think if you if you just click these here, um, they actually don't work. Um, they take you to an undefined page. You have to kind of like stop the browser before it carries on, um, which is probably why, uh, I mean, I don't know whether they have, they've been here from when I did my um discoveries before maybe maybe i did them and then didn't you know i mean stop the web page so i just assumed that it was a dead link so uh um yeah but definitely props to uh <laughs> gem down below um for finding them as well 
So uh, I don't know if you guys have had a chance to check some of these out. Um, where, where do you think it kind of reveals what what where Stadia is going with some of these? So obviously we've got a lot of like seasonal deals, like Black Friday, holiday, summer, um, back to school. There, there are a few ones that um, I think it's it gives an interesting topic of discussion. Starting with the very first one you have there, which is buy it again. What do you guys think it buy it again means? Gifting. I already came back at that right time there, didn't I? Well, it could be gifting, or it could be, for example, if you've um, bought a game and then refunded it, and it might be trying to entice you to buy it again. Like maybe, maybe you bought the game, maybe it didn't work so well for you, um, you've refunded it, then you think, oh, there's been an update to the game. They've fixed a load of issues. They've patched it. And um, why it's on sale. Yeah. Well, it might, be, it might be now that we've patched it. Now there's been a patch. You might want to check it out now. All right. Yeah, I'm more Feedbox. like you. See, I actually think it's more to do with the pro subscription for the people that have let pro lapse. I think this is going to be their way of tempt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it's going to be their way of trying to tempt people back to pro. Or uh, fee box DLC. If or if we're going to go uh, complete city and the PUBG stuff, do all the wee money packs you can buy. Yeah. Or for when FIFA comes, your ultimate team money. And yes, yes, uh, that's yeah. that's a good point. Yeah, like for example, like, like crew credits and stuff like that. So, a broken well, clock goes right a couple of times a day. <laughs> yeah, so if you've bought credits for like the crew credits or something, or you know, what I mean, things that you can buy more than once, it might be like trying to entice you to buy it again. So, that's actually a pretty good shout. That is, to be fair. So, uh, yeah, I reckon that one came from Team Kelly. Yeah, she whispered it in his ear. So, really, probably. What about new trailers? <laughs> Yeah, new trailers, that's always a good one. If there's new DLC, for example, for a game. Um, games that your friends are playing, that, that would be a good one as well. Um, uh, new news. updated, that could be one I was just mentioning if there's been an update to the game as well. You might want to check that one out. And there's, uh, so I was just going to say, there's the Google algorithms that work for recommended for you. And where is the... Um demos or um what was we were talking about again before well they were uh, they pre -orders. were pre-orders yeah they were part of the ones that i found i think it was like oh yeah pre-orders yes. or something like that but um yeah so these are just the new ones in this particular article that we're talking about now but yeah pre-orders demos early access i mean we've already we've already got one early access game in ember um they're all coming at some point we just don't know when yet so all right so for me the more interesting one from this list it's buy now to continue playing Trial. yeah that does hint at trials and demos and stuff like that so which we all knew was coming anyway right it was gonna they just never confirmed exactly how it was going to be done but i think the the most simple way is just going to be time limit probably 20 minutes half hour maybe and then you're just going to get that prompt to come up on screen, continue playing, by now. Yeah, I mean, Possibly, they can even yeah. do the, you know, the Xbox sort of way of doing it. They do free game weekends, don't they, where you can download the game, you can play it for 
the weekend and it, when that you know that time is up you then get the option to buy the game at a reduced price so and we've missed some of those as well like assassin's creed had a free weekend as far as i'm aware mm-hmm. um i think uh, elders elder scrolls online has had it as well Famously, Football Manager has it on Steam. They have it for about two weeks. I contacted uh, Miles Jacobson, and basically uh, they were saying, snub us, it's Stadia. So they maybe just haven't got it turned on yet. But if they're not behind the uh, whole subscriptions, I personally don't see too much wrong with that. To be slightly controversial. <laughs> Here's a mind blow for you from Trizorector. State share demos. What do you reckon to that? What do you think? You don't own a game, right? Let's say I'm trying to get Duncan to buy the crew, right? And he's not convinced. So I set up... I'm just going to remove this from the screen one second. I set up a, uh, a certain scenario in the game that I can state share. I say to Duncan, hey, check this out. He loads the game up. He plays through that little section and goes... Actually, yeah, this is pretty good. He doesn't own the game, but he can play that state just because I've shared it with him. And then it might pop up at the end saying, well, you know what I mean? You, you liked that. Maybe you want to buy it. So that is actually a really good shout by Trizorector. And I think it's it's entirely possible because, again, no install in the game. You know what I mean? No downloads, no updates. You can literally just load the game, play that state, which obviously it will only be a finite state once it's done. Trying to play the game, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Story ruined. Play the game. <laughs> yeah, play well, the game. I'm trying to get it here. I remember there was a conversation about state share during the GDC, and um, I'm trying to find it here to see if I can grab again the details on how to look for state share to be working on. Uh, I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, drop you into an exciting part of the game. That yeah, that's absolutely what I got from what you said as well, Trizzer. Um, so yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> speaking speaking of Stitcher. Good segue. Thank you, Trizzer. We can... We're on fire, Duncan. <laughs> Damn. Yep. <laughs> we can talk about some creator uh, which have uh, said Stitcher is coming with them when they launch in summer. Or sorry, we will. Uh, rephrase that just to give ourselves a bit of a thing it is coming in beta this in the summer and you'll be able to share your games with people using the link like we show them with the multiplayer maps and the party chats and whatnot so uh we'll start with uh we'll go with fleet all right what's your take on this yeah, I mean, it's it's good to see that it's it's finally going to be coming. We've got a you know a rough date of when it's going to be well be here with Creator. Um, I think the more I see a Creator, the more it's starting to appeal to me. And I think it's going to be exciting to see some just some of the the things that people games are, you know people are going to create. And we've seen it if you think take Dreams just now on PS4. I've seen some amazing cre- creations that people That's have true. done on on that game. Um, and then you go back to games like you know Little Big Planet stuff like that. People do amazing things, and I think it'll be really good to see. And you know, adding state share into that will be make it ten times better. You know, Thomas, I um, I got really hyped for this game. Then I kind of lost a lot of interest for it. And then with the YouTube series that they've been doing, showing off more and more of the game, and really giving you 
not just a trailer of like highlights of what I actually don't like calling it a game because I don't think it is. It's a it's a tool set that has games in it. I think this is going to be something that's actually really quite special. Um, like Dreams done all right, and that allowed a serious level of customization that people were just recreating other games, but it didn't give you the the same level of freedom I think that Creator is going to give people. Um, I know this game will not stay an exclusive to Stadia because it's too powerful for that to happen, which is unfortunate because it'd be a really good way of of really getting hold of a, a huge number of players. Maybe not straight away, but once this gets out and starts getting established, when people realise that they can essentially play the uh, the game for whatever the cost of the game will be when it's not free for the pro users... Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this game now, more so to see what the community do than anything else, because whatever whatever the developers of Crater have gone, imagine if somebody did this, I guarantee that'll get smashed to pieces and somebody will come out and go, yeah, we, we didn't even know that you could do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can see it being exclusive to Stadia. If this takes off, they're going to drop the money and just buy it up. That's my thing on it. I, think I don't know. Has anybody ever released a game that wasn't exclusive and then made it exclusive? Because we know Which it is yes. exclusive at the moment. It's first to Stadia at the moment, but and and I know they're they're being very careful. But yes, they have been with um, Flight Simulator. Oh, really? Yeah, but uh, again, um, they'll just want you. But I have a question for you, Tommy. So uh, you're saying that uh, creator, you don't think it's a game. Uh, do you think Roblox is a game? Yes. And the reason being that the the boundaries of what you can do are still very defined by how the game is being created. The thing with creator is the fact that they're allowing people to walk in and actually code within the game. So there are going to be people that are using the tool sets, which will be more like uh, Roblox. But then for the people that are able to actually go in and implement their own code within that game, that's, I mean, we, we still don't know the full extent of what that's going to be. Because at the moment, the, the language is going to be what holds it back, I feel. There aren't going to be very many people that can go in there and create something straight off the bat. But as people learn to do more, we may also see implementation of other languages at some point. And if they can open it up enough, then essentially we could see the next, not quite this extent, but the Unreal 5 demo, that could be created within a different kind of scenario based within this game, if that gets to that point eventually. But there isn't really a boundary of what they can do, because people will learn to extend the boundaries with the languages that they allow to be used. Good points, good points. I want to bring up something about state share as well. I think I had this uh, conversation with someone on Twitter earlier, um, and that is um, obviously the whole state share thing being, uh, I think they wanted it to be down to Stadia to kind of add it to, well, pretty much any game really, um, to which obviously we, we know that state share is down to the developers to... Um, code into their games and one of the big reasons for this is obviously they want to be able to pick what moments in a game that you are able to share 
Um, for example, you wouldn't want someone to just share the end mission or um, a part where they're just about to get one of the hardest achievements in the game to to earn, for example, um, because that would obviously ruin the fun for and the competitiveness as well. But also the amount of variables that they're going to need to record in a game to be able to recreate that game on somebody else's instance, such as your player position, your points, your scores, your lives, um, everything down to the environment as well. It's a massive thing to be able to um, to be able to do that. So it's up to the, the developers if they want to put that effort into bringing that to their game. And not only that, but some games like probably don't really require it too much. Um, say if it was like um, an entirely online game, like an entirely multiplayer game as well, um, you wouldn't be able to state share that because obviously every game's different and you need the other players to be in the game as well. So it, it is. It, I get where the person was coming from as well. And, and don't get me wrong, I'd love for it to be in absolutely every game and you can share any point in the game because that would be immense. But you've also got to look at it from a realistic point of view as well. So... Uh, I'll go back to the game I keep on harping on about, which is. Uh, I'm sorry, Duncan. It's just because I already here on queue. If you guys want to see again the the GDC when they presented uh, the state share, as mechanics here. Then there's state share. Um, so content creators can share specific experiences and items, again determined by you as the developers, uh, with their particular audience. So players will be able to create a 30 second capture video of something and then share that link out uh, on YouTube uh, with these associated states that are determined um, developer side. Viewers can then click that thing um, and then it'll launch the game uh, within that snapshot. So this could be really interesting for games with random seeds of like, hey, I played a game um, say like a roguelike with this particular random seed and I want to share this as a challenge uh, with all of my audience members uh, to see if you can beat this better or faster than myself. So, what I have been saying, to, to be fair to me, with like Slay the Spire, you set, set it up, bang you go, there's your seed, try and beat me, play along with your YouTuber in the background. This is why... This is going to be extremely exciting, and that's why Slay the Spire should have it. Uh, Stadia, can you just release Slay the Spire already? Jesus. <laughs> or if we're going to go on you here, get uh, Monster Train. Because that's another, uh, which we, I forgot to mention, I've been playing that a, a fair bit. Monster Train on Stadia. And get them to build that in as well. Absolutely. So, uh yeah. Anybody else got anything to add to this whole uh, created creator discussion? Can't even say it. Before we move on to the next thing, or um, uh, no, I think we're good. Okay. So uh, the next one, I just want to recap on the uh, the PUBG creators tournament that we had. Um... Can we skip uh, this? Uh, we need to skip this for a couple of reasons. Winner, winner. Because I killed you. <laughs> And I did. And Tommy, yeah, we double teamed. Yeah, in fact, the last one, we, we, we took it yes. in turns. I downed him. I him off. Is that why you wanted to skip it, Duncan? <laughs> yes, and uh, some other people won it as well, or won a couple rounds, didn't they, uh, Eddie? 
Yeah, it, it was a really fun time and uh, had a good time. And um, just looking forward for doing this kind of things again uh, with the community, getting everyone together to play uh, one game at one session. You know, right now PUBG is the only one that allows that, uh, but I'm looking forward for the future. We were yeah. so close on that final. Uh, oh my god! Well. Yes, Tommy was killing it. Tommy was on fire on the last round. Yes. The only thing to, you, to stop Tommy from winning the game, all you've got to do is stop him from getting a, a six-time scope or whatever it is. <laughs> as soon as he gets that, that's it. He's he's in destroy mode. I was I went to bed like really annoyed with myself because I literally I was like, shall I reload now or no, I'll be all right. And then literally Project Storm just came running up the hill. I was like, I've got two shots. <laughs> <laughs> no, done. That was it was so much Yo, fun. I, was, really I, I was rewatching the clips the next day and there was a funny one as well. After I think it was the last round when uh, our team No, it was the second round when our team lost. Um, we were, uh, was me and, uh, there was Meg and there was Brian left on the other team. And, uh, I was running to kill Meg. <laughs> Brian was running behind me and he had no ammo left. So he was just walking around with the weapon and see how do I melee because I'm out of ammo, I'm out of ammo. <laughs> but I ended up dying, but it was a very, very fun time. Do you know what my favorite part was? Watch one. The lobby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, the lobby were um, were scared yeah. apart, so um, there wasn't too many people around, at least of me, when we were loading the lobby. My highlight was I joined a grand total of one person during the whole thing, and guess who it was? Yourself. No. <laughs> but I wouldn't surprise me if it was. I don't know. No idea. Megatron on the first level of the first one. Oh, <laughs> yes, and it is on camera. So there, that is just slagging. There you go. I am the worst player at it, and I actually joined someone who's good at it. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I know it wasn't part of the PUBG tournament, but uh, I also saw your um, your death on rock, uh, rock late at night show. When yeah. we got sniped from the back of the um, the vehicle that was moving, uh, that was absolutely. Are we going to be talk? Are we going to talk about that? Because I've got uh, the same thing happened to you. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you ran yourself over with the car, didn't you? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Do we do we actually have that on on stream or we do? Yeah. No, I've 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 got no. It wasn't on stream, but I've got it. Uh, Thirty seconds. I actually clipped. Oh, it. have you? <laughs> Put it on Twitter. Put it on Twitter and we'll see if we can get uh, any laughs out of that as well. Because Rox was absolutely hilarious. So, uh, yeah. But, yeah, it was, it quick, was absolutely quick, um, off top question. So, how do I get the video from Stadia, which is a WebM file, and upload it to Twitter? You may have to convert it. All right. Stadia, please fix that. I just want to share it straight away. Actually, I need a, a share button on my clips. <laughs> uh, the alternative would be obviously uh, you can upload to YouTube, can't you? From do you remember some of the other ways that we found? Yes, yes. You can upload it to YouTube, download it, which is a bit of a ball ache, but 
you at least you'll get it in the right format. No, come on, Stadia. We're talking about convenience on this platform. So give me the share button on there so I can share my clips. Absolutely. So a uh, bit of a controversial one for us next. Um, and that is the take two comments, the CEO's comments. So uh, I, I'll, I'll go out on a limb and say, actually, I don't really know too much about this. Um, so I think, Duncan, you probably know a little bit more than I do, don't you? Or Tommy? Anybody? <laughs> Leave me hanging here. <laughs> so... Uh, I think Tommy's got controversial comments here. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if somebody else wants to go first because I feel like I'm on the opposite side of the fence to most people and it'd probably be better coming after somebody else's. I don't even know what you said, so. <laughs> Lee, did you know what we were talking about? Yeah, I did. I read the um, the article when it first came out. I think I read it on GameSpot, I think it was. Um I sort of set it a bit differently on this because I didn't actually think his comments were too bad, if that makes sense. It's like he said, you know, maybe Stadia overpromised on some, you know, on things at the start. Yeah, maybe, but, uh, you know, I think when, when Stadia put up, when they compared, you know, power to the PS4 Pro, the Xbox One X, I think everybody said maybe they shouldn't have done that. If if If... If they were confident that the games coming out, multi-platform games, were going to look better on Stadia, fine, absolutely, do it. That wasn't the case, so I think we all said it was maybe a mistake. And then, of course, he went on to say that you know Stadia had a slow start. Again, I think we can all agree on that. I don't, I don't think he's saying anything bad there. But then he then you know he went on to to say that you know cloud gaming is very much here. He went on to say that they're still going to be supporting Stadia and cloud platforms. Um. And actually, you know, a good video I actually watched there this week was Clive's video because he actually showed the clip um, of the interview. And if you watch that clip of the interview, you can tell how these new sites, they took it completely to a different... The way, the way he's speaking about Stadia and cloud gaming, they took it to a completely different, different you know. Um, so as I said, I, I don't think what he said was, was, was overly too bad, if I'm honest. I think certain sites... Um, made it sound a lot worse than it really was. Tommy, was that your side of the fence? Uh, pretty much, actually. So, I mean, the way that I look at this is that the people that are in the position that that he's in have way more information in front of them than anybody of the general public. And in fact, a lot of people, I would imagine, even within the games industry... Google have been very, very closed about anything to do with numbers and figures of users or how many people have even bought into anything. We don't even know how many Founders Editions are available. So I think that while I understand where people have come from when they look at that and they're like, it's just, it's bashing on Stadia in a way, which, okay, yes, it is. But at the same time, these people will have paid an awful lot of money to do work on their games to put them onto the Stadia platform. Now, whilst there would have been money going both ways, they would have been getting paid by Stadia, I'm sure, to get these games on board, especially early on. I feel like if you've essentially been told in any in any sales role, if you're telling somebody that you're a business to business, especially, this is what you're going to get. And then you turn around, you're like, well, you know what? That's quite a big difference in the number to what you told me I was going to see. 
then I think it's a fair comment. I mean, it's not like they turned around and said that they're not going to support Stadia in the future. And I think that would be a very different thing. If they were basing their future plans of working with Stadia off of what re-releasing games that are already out on platforms for a, a long time were established, not everybody's going to want to go and buy that game again, then, yeah, that would be a different kettle of fish. But I, don't, I didn't take away that that's what they're their thoughts are on this they're essentially just saying that promises were made we were told this is what's going to happen and yes you've got to take that with a pinch of salt because they can't tell you how many sales they're going to get but tommy you're saying you're saying all of this after looking at um the interview video that clive posted right not looking at the article uh oh no sorry i'm i'm thinking just off the article here um i it's just my views on that because I came out quite quickly and said that I don't think anything he said is wrong. Like, to me, he he clearly has some figures in front of him. And to to look at it in any other way as that, from a businessman's point of view, they have not got what they wanted out of it. And that's that's a fair thing to say. If you want to come out afterwards and say, look, we were told this is what we were going to get and we didn't get it, then... There's nothing wrong with saying that. All right. What would you add? Um, so I am a little bit of more on Lee's side because um, business-wise, I believe it, there wasn't anything harm on that, but there's something that people are taking out of context, in my opinion. When they started the question they started questioning about cloud gaming, and then he mentioned Stadia. Then he says, uh, we support cloud gaming on the business that we believe it makes sense. So remember what happened before? They were part of GeForce Now, and they decided to remove their games from GeForce Now. So there you go. So if they're supporting where it makes sense, Stadia for them makes sense. Stadia is not, um, GeForce Now is not making sense the way um, the business models for them. So they are not supporting GeForce now at the moment. Another key thing to, to look at that speech was, um, so it was a premise that you would need, um, the cloud gaming would kill the console because you would spend $60 to buy a game and you wouldn't spend 300 400 to buy a console. He made it clear for him that that's not the case. And I agree with him that console is going to continue existing for years and years to come. Cloud gaming is not killing the console. It's just another option. And if we take in mind again, that was uh, AMA with the CEO of a video game company. He is answering on behalf of the video game company, which is what is the best things to keep the revenue coming into that video game company. So, like subscriptions, because there are two different uh, were two different part questions. One was cloud gaming, and the other was subscription. So he explained it on cloud gaming the promises and etc. But they said they will continue support Google Stadia. Period. So on Google Stadia side, that's a fact. I know the article portrayed a little bit different and then replicated everywhere that a little bit different. So you go a headline, this Take Two CEO talks bad things about Stadia. That's not true. When you hear the audio, you see that's not true. 
whatever he said, it was true, which is regarding he had a rough start. Yes, it did. He had um, uh, its problems. Yes, it did. But that's on the technology of streaming. Now, when you go to talk about subscription model, which is another thing again, um, he has um, some points. He goes there defending his company. But again, if we think on Stadia, what is the subscription model we have on Stadia? There's nothing to do with the subscription model that um, Take-Two would offer on their games. Probably there's a little bit more on the subscription model that they didn't appeal on with GeForce Now. That's why they pulled out the games because, again, you purchase your games on Steam. You purchase Red Dead Redemption on Steam. That was a one-time purchase done. Now, um, GeForce Now is going to charge you to play that game on different times that you already own the game. They want to get a cut on that, and GeForce Now didn't offer the cut. So they said, all right, so my game is not going to be supported on GeForce Now. So that's my take on that is that when he was targeting subscription model, he was targeting GeForce Now. That's why they pulled the games out of there. Or any other um, subscription model such as um, the Xbox um, subscription model that you pay a monthly fee. Because uh, continuing on that article, he says, a lot of our players buy two, three titles, and Chase says that all the time. A lot of our players buy an NBA title or another sports title, and they just spend the six months with six months, one year, to two, three titles that they spent $60. So uh, he himself, he proved that again, and they have all of the data to say that. So for him, that's why he was saying the subscription model doesn't appeal for take two at the moment. All right. I am said I said enough. <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. Small just wanna hey, Chase. Chase. Hand. just want to highlight some of Chase's comments here as well. Um, so... Um, it's a hogwash comment in his opinion from Strauss. At the time of contract, he would have known what was the deliverable. If he has proved, then there were over promises, then he needs to show the numbers. Um, otherwise, it's rhetoric. So, yeah, I, I think I would imagine he can't show any numbers, though, right? That's going to be part of that. Nobody knows numbers. Of course. Nobody's <sighs> ever going to find them out until Google release them. I think when he says um, they promised stuff that they didn't deliver, I think it's more because of the media side because he know exactly, okay, these are the features that it's going to be rolling out. And you, remember, take two, you had the clip when you showed the, uh, what's it, the feature again uh, with uh, YouTube integration? Crowdplay. Yeah. yeah. There was a crowd play using NBA as an example. So you know that that feature that you already have at least some time integrated in your game was not coming. So, um, or I don't know if, one once again, it's two different companies, YouTube and Stadia. Everything is on Google Umbrella, okay. But uh, more than once, Stadia said it's more on YouTube side to release uh, Crowdplay. So maybe it's there when he says, over promised stuff that didn't deliver, I would say was something like that because w- that's a feature that we knew it was coming to Stadia. It used the 2K game as an example, and so far we haven't had a chance to try it. 
I yeah. think you're right on that well, as well, Eddie. I, I think, sorry, just quickly, I know we had a, a kind of a different take on the other bits, but I think um, I think this is more on YouTube maybe not being ready to handle the potential size of what that is when it goes live, um, or at least in a way where they've, they've promised us now that when you can like even do direct streaming, that it's going to be a 4K stream. So it's going to be as far as we're aware, a separate instance of whatever we're doing. Because if we're not in 4K, 120 frames, which is what apparently it can do, and then it gets downscaled and sent out to us, it's going to be a separate instance from what we're playing, right? It's not just going to mirror the exact one that we're doing. So there has to be a big change in their server infrastructure to be able to do this. And maybe it's just too far away for what they thought it was going to be i would imagine by now a lot of the features that we knew were coming to stadia before it released i would imagine they thought more of those were going to be online and active by now i agree i I still stand by i i don't think get packed was ever supposed to launch without without crowdplay well what i was going to mention was with the numbers Still not over a million downloads on the Android app yet. And I think half a million people isn't nothing to be sneezed at. But I think they would be would have been hoping to be well over a million. I would say even a couple of million people with all these free offers and everything going. So I think the service is on the lower end of expectations at the moment. Yeah. Unfortunately. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I I'm not ever going to be saying that stadia hasn't done it its numbers aren't aren't there but i i do think that stadia hasn't reached where it thought it was going to by this point the fact that it has been free to everybody in well i say everybody everyone within the 14 supported countries for the last two months and giving away free games constantly with that two month free pro trial it still hasn't done what they wanted it to do that it's not an issue. I don't think they're going to turn around and now all of a sudden start going, yeah, well, we we messed up. But I do think that the the people that are that they need to come on board and give us these titles and so on, they are all going to be sitting there and going, right, well, we'll still do it. There's no problem in that. But we want a little bit more money because if we're not going to make the money from you, we need we still need to make our ends meet. All right, I got a big question for the panel because we keep saying they are not delivering what they promise. What do you guys think? Uh, are we being too precious? Because you can play video games on the cloud. You just open the video game and you're playing. There's no other console which is promising to do the features that we are waiting for, the stadium enhanced features as I just learned from the creator team, the the terminology right now. But uh, aren't we being too precious on a platform that is six months old, saying just because they showed these features and they are not implemented right now. But again, the thinking on the basic, which is I'm getting this controller and then I just press a button and I'm playing without uh, any loading or anything. Isn't that already something that... If we compare it to the existing generation, something different? Because if we're saying they are not delivering with their promises, 
what is the promises they are not delivering regarding playing video games? I understand that there's the features integration with YouTube, which uh, we as content creators are looking forward to it. But if we're thinking of the basic feature, which is get the game and play the game, what are what are the things they are not delivering? I'm going to go right for this here. And here comes a rant coming. Are you ready? Oh, I said on live 10 years ago, Stadia is behind on live. Blasphemy. Blasphemy as that may sound. <laughs> Messaging's not there. Inbuilt store is not there. Uh, streaming is not there. On live had all them free at launch. At launch and all live was a joke of a service for a lot of people. And all live had uh set for stream stream connect. They had all that and Stadia is just under promising over over what's it under promising promise under deliver. Yeah the wrong way around, but that's what you Yeah, yeah. Yes, you knew what I was going for. It's late. It's way past my bedtime because I'm an old man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's just really frustrating. It's it's now getting to the thing. We've got more multiplayer games coming on here, and people can't message each other unless they've got uh, a headset. And even the voice chat is a pain in the arse to get going for a lot of people. Some games you can do it through party chat. Some of the games are in there. It is just a mess. Uh, they just need the basic uh, stuff there. And Zero Games for me is completely right there. All Knives UI was about a million times better than uh, Stadia's. Do you know what you were doing when you were looking at the games? There was trailers actually going down. So instead of having just a static uh, picture, you would actually hover over and there was like a trailer going. And if you clicked into the game, you could see other people playing and you could jump into their streams and watch them play. It was just, this is what Stadia should be doing. And if you haven't actually seen the UI on live, go and check it out. It's just like, this is what Stadia should be doing. Uh, Stadia, we'll make it happen then, Duncan Harrison. I know, I have to, have to get my big stick out and uh, <laughs> start heading people with it. It's just... Stadia is came in a minimum viable product, and yes, while I've been doing things like uh, the 1440p and things like that, just the basics are still not there. I know for myself, the majority of my play is through the Chromecast, and I can't actually go and buy games on there. I can't do bugger all on there. It's just... Uh, okay, well, that's someone else go ranting now before I take over. Well, you summed it up. You can't, you can't buy games. You can't see achievements properly. Um, like, I'm pretty sure you can't like find friends to play with because, like, uh, I say, my partner recently got Stadia as well, and um, she wanted to add Lord Moore, and she had to do it through a phone. Like, why can't she just boot up the menu? There's an on-screen keyboard anyway. You know what I mean? Sometimes. So, sometimes, see when you can find it. So the, the, these are just fundamental things. And messaging, like you said, the, they need to be here. And I know they're slowly coming out and incrementally, but they should have been here from launch, really. I think the, the core of what Stadia is about, the gaming, the cloud gaming, like you said, uh, rightly 
that the fact that you've got that that control you press a button on there and you load into the service that's all fantastic and i applaud everything they've done with regards to the technology it works that was the main thing that people were streaming isn't we're not ready for streaming games media yet that the infrastructure isn't there that's all been blown away uh, the latency issues non-existent essentially um all of that side of things they've absolutely delivered on the problem is that when you when you show so early what all the features will be and after i guess i've got two ways of looking at this six months from founders launch we still have in fact what have they implemented that we were told that we were going to get that wasn't already there at live not really any of those features i mean string connect was the first game that it came out with was um breakpoint right and that's down to the developers that's not a stadia thing the technology's there but everything else is still missing now yes six months is a relatively short amount of time but could you imagine if the xbox 360 had come out and they were like yeah we're gonna turn like party systems on in six months time it you just nobody else has done it it's always been some of these things have to work and if you're expecting to bring out against a new generation of consoles these are the kinds of things that do matter and the new consoles are not going to do what Stadia does now, but they're not trying to do that. They're very much trying to keep hold of local hardware. Yes, the times are slightly longer and you've got to do the installs, downloads, patches, updates, all that crap. Once those are done, it's very difficult then to say, why would I play it on Stadia versus that? If I haven't got simple things like messaging a friend in text finding somebody through the ui those kinds of things are are important and i don't think they're going to break stadia at all but i just think stadia need to get a bit of a shift on and actually bring some of the features that they've told everybody about out now not allowing studios to be releasing games that clearly are missing those features um i just think it would make the whole experience much better Welcome to another episode of Online Source. <laughs> exactly. Well, I'm just showing you, this is 10 years ago technology here. Cloud technology. Do you have, do you have a thing? Sorry, were you going to yeah. say something? No, I just removed that Go from ahead. the screen. I was just saying that's from 10 years ago using Cloud stuff. And then Brad Clips, here's something here that was built in and you could share them to Facebook. Directly. Do you ever think sometimes that maybe they've put too much focus on getting the difficult stuff right, which, don't get me wrong, it's important to get the difficult stuff right, such as what Tommy said, you know what I mean, the streaming, that we can't fault them on. But do you never think sometimes that these smaller features are a little bit beneath them? And it isn't until people turn around and say, well, how come we haven't got messaging or how come we can't do this or that? And that they say, oh, I, you know, maybe we should we should start working that in. Because at the moment, they've just put coming soon for the achievements, coming soon for, you know what I mean, parties on your phone, for example. And I'm thinking, well, is it there? They've just switched it off or have they not built it properly? Or, you know, what I mean, there's all sorts of questions there. I think sometimes they, they, they spend too much going after the big fish and not worrying about the little fish. 
So uh, you guys think we should have been this either the six month period and um, the the next six months to come should be called Stadia Beta than uh, Stadia Stadia launch. Just as we have XCloud going on on beta for years and years and years. Same thing as GeForce now beta years and years and years. Because what I'm trying to get is right now we're going to have by the end of the year, the next generation. This next generation have been on the works for at least five years. It's five years of development to go ahead and finally deliver a product. What we have right now at Stadia, it's uh, I, I'm preaching again, but then I know you work the, with software development, you know the Agile framework and the, the Agile methodology, which you work in increments. So you go, you deliver something. After you deliver, you see how everyone reacts. So either you roll back or you go and do the next iteration, improving that thing. That's Google's way to work. That's why maybe it's my fault because I am as well on the... I worked with Google before and I know how they work. So when they showed everything they showed during GDC, when they announced Stadia, I knew for a fact, okay, these are all awesome, but none of, the, no, not none, but not all of these will be ready at day one. That's a fact. I already knew it, but I guess it. I knew it because I knew Google. So uh, yeah, I do feel like there is a director sitting here. It is a soft launch. It's not properly launched. And I, I call it that. I would say Stadia launch would be when you go to your Walmart or you go to your Best Buy or your favorite tech store and you have a Stadia controller there to be purchased. This goes back to the fundamental error they made when, the, when they launched it. They called it a launch. And you can't, they can't go back and try and uh, scrub it all out. They said a launch, even though most people thought it wasn't a launch. They still called it, so they are not getting any buy balls in regards to that. So they just, <laughs> it's not going to look good. <laughs> it's just uh, saying, oh, we should just wait to uh, the next-gen consoles come out. Next-gen consoles coming out. How many games does Xbox Series X have? An awful lot. Thousands of games are going to be available. PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 5 is going to be launching with stuff. And they're, they're also doing back, back compat as well. This is... I, I could sit here and make a case that Stadia looks expensive to, compared to the next-generation gen, consoles just because of the game library. Because moving from one to the other, I know I've got, uh, we won't mention how many games I've got on Xbox, but we're in the hundreds, and the same with PlayStation as well. If I was to buy them all again on Stadia or the ones I like, you're going to be getting up to the next-gen sort of prices as well. So... It's convenience I should be going for rather than price, in my view. And uh, yeah. the hard drive space. So I think I think this this topic is is probably an entire video in itself, really. And I know a lot of people like Chase. You know what I mean? Uh, have have been no, talking I hate a lot Chase. About all Chase, you suck. Have <laughs> <laughs> been talking. You know I mean, these points to to death, really. So. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know whether you guys want to move on to the next one or is anybody else leaving no. you got anything to add to um, that? Or? Yeah, I mean, I think you touched on it, Dan, about the bigger features that they seem to be focusing on. When when you announce something and you put up on a screen and you compare yourself to PlayStation and Xbox, when you launch your product, you want to try and make sure you're as, you know, you can take them on. Because you're, you're you're, at that point, you're putting yourself against them. So in terms of yeah. basic features, you know, seeing your achievements on your phone, on the Chromecast Ultra, being able to buy games on the Chromecast Ultra, a decent party chat system, a decent messaging system, you want them in place as soon as possible. You know, because you know, they've all got it. And as you said yourself, are they focusing too much time in trying to get the bigger features larger on Stadia and some of the smaller features have just been put to the side for the moment? Um, you know, use example, PS3 and Xbox 360. PS3 was behind the Xbox 360 in terms of features for a long time. You know, Xbox 360, it brought in achievements. Very, PS3 didn't launch with any, but very soon they brought in the trophy system. Xbox 360. And then again, you know, PS3 eventually, they added party chat. So it all, you know, they should have really had, I think, a lot more basic features ready to go either at launch or they definitely should have been in place uh, by now. Yeah. And that probably sounds, probably sounds more critical than I want it to be because, you know, I am a huge fan of Stadia. I, I love the platform, but you got to be honest. Yeah, and that's what it's all about here. Mm. Um, if we if we see something that we think needs shouting out, then we will we'll absolutely do so. Just because we're Stadia source doesn't mean we're we're only going to look yeah. at things yeah. through rose glasses. So Stadia is awesome. We're not allowed to say anything bad about Stadia. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Stadia. Stadia works right. perfectly. I think we're all in the same sort of view, though. Whatever we have to say in the negative, nobody here is like against stadia at all it's still my preferred platform absolutely yeah. over everything else it's the convenience and the fact that i can literally press a book what, three buttons and i can be in a game and yeah. within record time it's just there are bugbears that i think should be at least communicated if nothing else we, we just we've very much gone back to that google aren't telling us anything about stadia again now and i know they're probably waiting for connect and hopefully the Connect is going to put an end to all of these sorts of things. I don't imagine they're all going to come out then, but just to tell us an update on it, that would be really good. Uh, just one thing. I'm just. Does anybody play in, uh, the Chromecast Ultra? Have you noticed that it's got really, really laggy? I have noticed that when I first when loaded up... Yeah, just when you just load it up, it does the Stadia screen, and when the games show up, it is lagging, and the games take ages yeah. for it. I get a point where if I start to browse, when I first start to browse to the game section, it will stick for maybe five to ten seconds, and then it starts moving again, which it never did before. And that does. I've got two Chromecast Ultras, and it does it on both. Doesn't yeah. do it for me. <laughs> So I don't know. I, it could be my I, connection. It could be something. I don't know. But games play fine. Be, games play. Just must be but... people with dark, with beards. Yep. <laughs> I, I will pass your regards on to Kelly with that comment because it's happening Kelly's as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so uh, yeah, I think we've got one more thing left to talk about for this show. Um, I'd like to kind of move on to that as well. Um, 
and that was uh, Sega's announcement. And uh, there's a two-parter. Um, so we'll, we'll kind of come to the fog gaming part second. Um, I want to talk about the uh, the handhelds first because uh, I know a lot of people have got April things to say about that. Yeah, I, I definitely thought it was an April Fool's. I mean, the, a device that fits in the palm of your hand and there's, there's <laughs> like four different... <laughs> Dab, at least, at least, at least, it'll make something look bigger. <laughs> That's what she said. Um, but yeah, and, uh, there's four, isn't there? Um, of different colors, and each one has like four games on it. So if you want all of the games, you have to buy all four. And then to uh, to make matters worse, because the screens are so small, if you buy all four, you're also going to get a free magnifying glass. Which Duncan, you can shut up right now. Um, <laughs> no comment. I mean, are you guys excited? This is you said earlier, uh, Eddie, about being a Sega fan. I mean, yes, I'm a Sega fan. I'm excited for these. Not really. <laughs> Anybody else? No. If you've got an Android phone, you can already have every single one of those games on a big display. Yeah. It's more just for novelty. I think it, it'll be one of those things that like sits in the back of you know how like Eddie's got his his background to his you know what I mean to make his camera look a bit more snazzier. Maybe they'll just be look what maybe you would snazzy shelves. <laughs> Have you never heard that word? No, snazzy. actually, no. Okay, <laughs> word of the like, day means pizzazz, beautiful, cool. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so. Um, what? I've never heard somebody explain snazzy as pizzazz. <laughs> <laughs> I probably just confused him even more. Actually, yeah, what of the But um, yeah, that's if. Well, I say I say to make it look a bit better. You probably won't actually be able to see him on someone's shelves, will you? Because they'll be that small. But um, yeah, it is what it is. It'll be a collector's item, I'm sure. But. Um, uh, on to the second one, which uh, Fog Gaming, which is obviously a kind of play on cloud gaming as well. Um, and that is basically utilizing um, the power of like arcade machines. So obviously in Japan, arcade machines are quite popular, not so much here in the UK and, and the US and Canada. Um, but yeah, it basically allow people to play arcade games like after the arcades shut, if I'm, if I'm understanding that correctly. And I think that's why they went for fog rather than, uh, than cloud. cloud, right? It's like <laughs> yeah. everyone's looking at this like, I can't see the other side of what they're talking about. Who's what really they're trying gonna... to achieve here? <laughs> yeah. I, I jokingly said to Duncan when I first seen it, I was like, do you reckon this is just the wrong translation of the word and it's supposed to be cloud? And somebody's gone, yeah, fog. And somebody's been fired and that by now. But no, I, I just... I think they just want to be different and they want to distinguish that this isn't going to take place in the same world as cloud gaming is what we are talking about with cloud gaming. Uh, it just seems like, I mean, the, the handheld is niche. This is super niche. This is like not even, I just don't know who's going to do it. Are they going to charge you to play the arcade game still? I have uh, just, I'm sorry, can I ask a question? Is this the big announcement from Sega? Well, from... We, 
we, we assume so. We assume there's nothing more to it than this. Because I mean, they said, oh, on June 4th, you're going to have a big announcement from Sega. Was this it? Pretty much. I think a lot. Of the, the only reason we're kind of mentioning it tonight, because I know it's it's not too much to do with Stadia, but um, is a lot of people had theories that it was going to be something Stadia related. I, I even saw something to go as far as to say that Stadia and Sega were working on some sort of physical console together. Which, uh, when I first saw it, I kind of thought mm, unlikely, but um, no, you never I know, I, guess. I heard of Dreamcast two. I heard of. Uh... Um, Microsoft buying Sega to do something exclu yeah. exclusive partnerships for the Series X, but uh, <laughs> all right, that that is uh, the definition of big announcement from Sega. So Victor, Victor, obviously saying that if you if you've been to these type of places, um, you'll understand why it makes sense. So um, I haven't ever been. Um, I'd like to, but I don't think it's going to catch on too much over here really but yeah um that that's pretty much it uh, lee duncan have you got anything to add to to these or no uh, I'll, I'll just say apparently bloodborne's coming to pc but there we go fair news <laughs> uh, that's what spoke over the last couple of minutes or people are really treating that uh, Bloodborne is coming to PC. So more Sony games going to PC. So doing a Microsoft. Cool. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much our show for the night. So um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, wrap this up now. So before we do that, obviously, I just want to uh, thank, as we always do, our patrons. Um, if you just give me a second, I shall get that up on the screen for you now. Um, so thank you to everyone here who's a patron of ours you absolutely mean the world to us as we always say did anybody else like try and work out what the MD stood for on uh, um, Goose's uh, name because I like to think it's Thunder Goose Mother Ducker <laughs> Thunder Goose Mega Drive um, I don't know. I might have to ask him, given that Michael. Well, is, I know uh, MD usually well. it's doctors. When somebody has a doctor, it's usually MD at the end. But I don't know. That's a good question. I know he's not a doctor. I actually know what his his, his uh, profession is. So maybe right. I might have to ask him that one. But yeah, maybe something with his name. But since we have his name down there. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, um, anybody interested in becoming a patron of ours as well, um, you can find the link at the bottom of any Stadia Source page here. Um, yeah, your, your every uh, pledge helps us out, out no end. Obviously helps us create content for you guys as well. Um, so thank you to everyone who's become a patron so far and uh, anybody that's thinking about becoming a patron as well. So um and just while we while we've got him at the bottom there, another big shout out to uh, Rock as usual for hosting Stadia Source. Um, definitely check out um, Rock if you if you're looking for a web solution to to your projects. So yeah, thank you very much. And um, as you'll be able to see, I will bring it up on the screen for you now. Duncan with his uh, Stadia Source hoodie, which he looked absolutely beastly in. Um, and I believe your, your son got one as well, Duncan, as well. 
Yeah, like steps on, yes. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I noticed how he's not showing everybody his Stadia Source pants. Yeah, Stadia no, Source pants. Yes, and uh, I'm getting my Stadia Source uh, mask, a face mask, uh, ordered today as well. Maybe. Oh, by the way, yes, that is a thing we discovered that today didn't work. Face masks, yeah. Um, I don't know if if uh, Trizorector just said in the comments did Stadia update this week. Um, I don't believe they have, um, just because uh, I think obviously I don't have this confirmed, but I think it's to do with what's going on in the world right now. So um, yeah, we'll probably more than likely see something either at the weekend, maybe next week. Um, but yeah, as Duncan was just saying there, um, we, we do have a storefront now where you can uh, buy Steady Source merch. The hat was from here as well. We've got T-shirts, hoodies, thongs, <laughs> face masks, um, pillowcases, teddy bears, you name it. Um, and we're going to be looking to get some more uh, designs as well. So it's not just the Steady Source logo. Um, Keeping somebody out. <laughs> I told you, I'm an old man. I've been, I'm an old man now. Uh, Eddie, if you, uh, I, I heard you might have some merchandise to sell as well. Would this be right? Yes, my wife does uh, some gaming design. You're, you're, you're selling your, you're selling your wife. No, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <sighs> she cannot hear that. <laughs> but yes, uh, talk me on DM me, and uh, we will get a price for that. Yes. <laughs> no, but uh, jokes apart, no. Um, there's a store.stadiaplayer1.com. Uh, it redirects to the, the web store that my wife creates some designs, uh, including the one that I'm not wearing today, but the Doom t-shirt yeah, that I was so wearing cool. the other day. Um, so it was cool. a design that she created. And uh, the story has um, pillows and etc. as well. It's just equivalent, as you guys were saying. Um, but uh, there's um, some Stadia designs. There's some video game designs. I'm gonna get one The Last of Us T-shirt design that she created that was really nice as well. Cool. cool. Uh, and where can we find you? You don't find me. I find you. <laughs> Just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Twitter.com. Uh, you can find me as Eddie underscore Player One, and uh, on YouTube the same thing. Eddie Player One. Code name, code name Sabrina. <laughs> so yeah, you already know where to find us, guys. So uh, um, there's stadiosource.com. And that's our show for the day. So hope you've had a good time, everybody. Uh, Eddie, thank you for joining us. It's a pleasure as always. Don't Absolutely. Thank you danger. for having me, guys. You know the rule. The invitation. <laughs> Duncan, Lee, Tommy, thank you for, for being here tonight as well. It's been awesome as always. Indeed. Indeed. Don't say so, yeah, I'm going to go Tommy ahead Danger. and. <laughs> How many times have you actually noticed this, Tommy? Because this has been up a couple of times during the night. Uh, that is the first time I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I don't actually have our window open all that much. Thongs <laughs> and teddy bears. Yeah, we'll put a link to the uh, to the storefront up soon. I'm, I'm still kind of finalizing the design for it, but um, you can actually, if you go to spreadshirt.com and uh, look for Stadia Source, you'll be able to find it there. So it really sounded like you said something completely different. <laughs> I heard the same thing as well. What, what did I say? <laughs> sounded like you said spreadshirt.com. Spreadshirt. <laughs> spreadshirt.
Go ahead, people. Fred I Shea. don't recommend anybody goes to that website. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Bye, Jeff. Okay, cheers. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Bye-bye. See you, guys.